Our gospel reading may be the most difficult to replicate in the Christian discipleship walk because it is so specific. There is no wiggle room, and it has this twist to it that for many of us absolutely goes against the grain of everything we have been taught since grade school about conflict. Now, the lesson is right in the middle of chapter 18 where Jesus has answered this childish question from the disciples with a chide about how to determine who might be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, I imagine Jesus simply rolling his eyes as he answered them. And then in the middle of this seeming playful banter, Jesus refocuses the disciples away from the silly and towards a meditation on sin and reconciliation. Jesus is quite serious now, no doubt because if the disciples were wondering who could be the greatest in the kingdom, then surely they were fighting among themselves lifting one's own accomplishments up while putting another's down. Conversations like these are not conducive to the kingdom Jesus has inaugurated. Jesus knew well how words and deeds, no matter how seeming innocent in intent, could get away from humans, how hurt, even unintentional ones, linger fester, and then divide. Now look, conflict happens all the time. Jesus knew this, and so do we. It starts with us as children and continues apparently until the day we cross that far Jordan. Disagreements are normal for human beings. Respectful disagreements can even be helpful when they drive experimentation or refine a new vision for our personal or work lives. But if we, as followers of Christ, are not careful, our words and actions can slip the bonds of right and wrong. Our disagreements morph into this devilish wedge of ill will, self-righteousness, and finally, separation and division from our neighbor. And this is at the heart of Jesus' words for us today, division and what to do about it. Now, to be sure, most disagreements between us don't go this far. We can keep community for the greater good. And St. Michael is a wonderful example of this. We have proven that we are better together. We know that we are stronger together and our common ministry here is simply too important to lose focus in this way. For 75 years, this parish has welcomed all who came to the door. We have been a place of polar opposites and everything in the middle. And in general, we know how to get along. In fact, I believe we recognize 
that this actually is what makes us strong as a parish. Our differences drive our calling in this neighborhood, this city, and the world. We try to make room for each other as best we can, but it doesn't always work out like we want it to, does it? We are a community of human beings, and therefore there will be times when some of our positions or opinions simply cannot be reconciled with others. We're familiar with this. It happens at St. Michael on occasion. It happens a lot in our businesses, in our relationships outside of this parish. Now, in general, faithful people do not seek conflict with others, but neither do we often seek reconciliation. We have experienced this. Friends, we have allowed issues or decisions to come between us, between our family members, between our friends, and we have allowed sometimes those things to separate us. You know, humans are so funny. When we feel like we have been wronged in some way, our feelings are rightly hurt. And what have we learned since we were children? That it is that person who has aggrieved us. That person must come and apologize. The person who is wrong must take that first step. This is the way of the world. And yet, the first uncomfortable element of our gospel reading today is that among followers, the one who is aggrieved, the one who is hurt, the one who is insulted, it is actually that person who must initiate forgiveness. And that is the way of the Lord. Now, to be real, to walk apart is certainly permissible, and if there is real conflict, it is more often the peaceful alternative. But it is not the best and the highest for the people of God. Jesus came with a different plan. Our Lord's teachings were about bringing people together so as to be the community that worships together, alleviates suffering, that pauses to encourage others when they are down, and take up worthy causes. Doing this work together is how we move to truly being the church. Look, ministry is difficult. Life is difficult, even outside of COVID, and there will be conflict. But Jesus imagines a way forward that invites reconciliation that is absolutely antithetical to the hardened way of life we have come so used to in our society. When members of a community decide that being together is better, that peace over conflict is more important, that reconciliation is desirable over walking apart, that nothing, not even the pain of irreconcilable differences will turn us away from each other, 
Well, then we have the makings of a steadfast faith community that even Hades cannot stand against. Friends, can we be strong enough to let these words of our Lord encourage us to ignite our discipleship, to continue our work as a parish where we are together all at the Lord's table? Can we be a place where nothing stands in our way to minister to this neighborhood, this city, and the world? We are stronger together. Let our faith in Jesus and trust in His words give us the strength to reach out to everyone, even those who may have hurt us intentionally or otherwise. Let our community be the one where we learn reconciliation and then take it out into the world. Let Christ's words move us to greater community here at St. Michael because we believe we believe our gospel work needs all of us. May we take these words of Christ into our homes and places of work. May we be instruments of His peace on earth. And may God bless us in our efforts to walk together in mission and ministry and the power of Christ in this world. Amen.